This fresh coat of the startup life has been sprayed on nice and smooth by Wagner and the Flexel series of paint sprayers. Startup Nation, my wife decided she wanted to rehab her childhood home. The goal was to fix it up and invite a nice family to rent it out. We knew one of the biggest jobs we had to undertake was painting. However, from the walls, the cabinets, and even the siding outside, it was going to be a big task. As entrepreneurs with a company to run, we knew this was going to take up a lot of our time, which is why we decided to get a paint sprayer. And after much research, we decided to go with the sprayer from the Flexio series from Wagner. Startup Nation, these sprayers are top-notch because of its flexibility to paint or stain walls, furniture, cabinets, and more. It's 10 times faster than using a paintbrush, which was a big selling point for us. And you can paint or stain right from the can. It's also easy to clean in five minutes and being great for indoor and outdoor projects, a paint sprayer from the Flexio series clearly needs to be part of the arsenal in your garage. So if you're ready to stain your deck or like me, fill your daughter's request of a bubblegum pink room, up your game with a paint sprayer from the Flexio series by Wagner. Take it from me. Your time will thank you. Hey, Startup Nation. So clearly, if you're listening to this, we ran out of time on radio and we don't like to make our radio partners upset with us. But we still want to give you that extra content. So that bonus content of the Startup Life begins now. Until then, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life. And that's it. What did you think? I liked it. And you actually brought up a whole nother thing, man. At the end. I should say this like in the end. We're still recording, by the way. No, go ahead, say it. No, it's just like, okay, Um, that's a whole other point, like, honestly, about people looking beside them. Like, you you know, you see the person next to you, they they raise theirs up by by three points, so you try to, like, raise yours up by three. And it's like, bruh, this is part of a, for that person, this could be part of a plan. I have a, so when I get on the treadmill, I'm kind of like this. I'm not a, I'm not a sprinter. But I'm also, I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to, I don't have 99 minutes to kind of be on the treadmill, right? Well, I'm usually, if I'm doing 99 yeah, minutes because you're you in Zumba. So. I know, yeah. I, got, I got like a whole class, right? right? I can do that. But it's like, far as the treadmill, it's just like, I have a whole system for like, you know, I increase, like I increase slowly until I get to my peak, right. pretty much like speed. Right. And then I decrease slowly from there. So even though I'm usually tired after that peak speed part, but I'm still not going to let myself just all right, cool. I'm just going to jump off the treadmill now, right? right? I have to bring it back down. I have to commit to following through the process. Right. But every time, like, you know, you just get beside these people sometimes. It's like 20 machines in here and you come you come right next to this person, right? And it's because I think in their mind, it's like, I'm going to use this as motivation. I'm going to use this person. But you can't compare yourself to other people for motivation, right? right? You don't know what their system is and you certainly haven't, um, prepared for their system right. So you have these people They just come They get on the machine Right next to you Then you increase For like by three They increase by three Right You know Or four Right Trying to outdo you And then it's my my process Alright Increase by three more But so you already Kind of maxed yourself out Because you weren't prepared For the, to going up four So now I've increased It's like okay I'm going to increase A little bit more And the point is I've conditioned myself Slowly to complete this process right. This particular one Right mm-hmm. And whereas uh, Some people have a process Where they just come in And go full speed For a short amount of time You're not prepared For my endurance The part of this That is You know Finishing this out And making sure You get a certain amount of time Right Then you have other people Who come in And you usually Last longer than me But It's been at this slower pace So you're not ready For the pace 
point is you have to have something that works for you and you figure that out over time, right? It's what you become in the process. But you are never going to figure that out if you are constantly measuring yourself by somebody else's um, process and their success and that sort of thing. If you're constantly looking over at somebody else's treadmill. It's just like how we talk about how people say, oh, I'm afraid to share my idea because I want nobody to steal it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what it's supposed to look like, sound like, what color is supposed to be, stuff like that. They can't replicate that because they don't know. They ain't done the work. It's worked the same thing in your example that you're talking about. The point is, is that like, you should be aware of the competition, but you should not become what they are becoming. And and and, and honestly, like you know, like you said, like you know, your goals and their goals aren't the same. Like, because the thing is, like, if you're, like I said, I don't really do goals, right? I don't really do goals. I like to keep it open ended, and like you know, I'm just going to become the best at this thing that I possibly can be. And whatever comes with it comes with it because like once you hit those goals then what because like you know it, it, it feels like chasing to me right it's like and, you, and you'll always be chasing like how we all like chase money you'll never catch it It'll, you'll always be chasing and so and I, and I think that comes with self-actualization where you just keep moving and keep moving forward where you're so comfortable with yourself that you don't need goals you don't need this benchmark you know what I'm saying? And that doesn't work for everybody. You know, some, some people need those bent marks, those small victories. And I'm not saying I don't get, I don't cherish small victories. Like, you know, when I get like a superstar guest on the show, like that's a small victory for me. You know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know. It's just, you know, people should just run their, run their race, how they define success. Whatever you say to success is stick to that. Not what the dude on the next treadmill right next to you is trying to do. Because honestly, if they're doing that, they're not so uh, confident in themselves because they're constantly trying to compare themselves to you. Right. Like they're always looking for affirmation, always looking for whatever. You know, it goes back to that that uh, that very derogatory thing that women call other women right. when it comes to trying to get a man or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. And this is very interesting. It's like you can get caught up in the idea of competing back with them instead of just recognize, stopping to realize, like, wait a minute, they're competing with me. That means I get to set the pace. <laughs> Facts. Right. It's hard to see when you're in the middle of it. You know, it's why it's important, you know, to, ha- to have those rem- these reminders, you know. Right. It's hard to remember when you're in the middle of it because human nature is kind of just, just it's to be outwardly focused, right? Instead right. of instead of internally focused. And so like that's I, been the that's been the journey. That's been the thing I think I've I've become, right? Right. Not so much just focused on um in I'm kind of the opposite, right? The in, most introverts are, right? Like mm-hmm. focused internally, uh focused on my own thoughts, like interested in, in you know those things and just really throughout this process i've become so interested in other people's journeys and their stories and their Mm -hmm. challenges and how they were able to overcome them and there's something to be said about being inspired by somebody's story right but not focused and in turn you know and And, and comparing myself to the people and trying to replicate that exact same thing because that that's that's not my journey that's not even the path i'm on like like you know i'm not even going in the same direction but 
you know, there are certain le- there are lessons to be learned. I think from other people's you right. know journeys, right? But and so you just you you internalize you or sorry, I say this to teachers is like you know the idea of adapt, not adopt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So don't do what other people are doing, but definitely you can look at you know what um, challenges they found or how solutions they came up with, and just figure out how to adapt those and apply them. Um, to your own thing Like what, you, what you're going to be doing So the situation is not going to be the same So you do have to be able to look for like commonalities But that's that's way different from comparing yourself uh, To somebody else And you know I, I think And I just thought about this Because you know we talked about uh, This a couple of times it's like, I think a lot of times people are sprinting Because They feel like they have to get it all out because they know deep down they'll lose interest mm. they know they know deep down they know deep down they'll either lose interest or they ain't cut out for it and so they gotta like maximize the time that they wow. have while they have that mindset that I want to do this thing That's true. and you can't and, and it goes back to what you were saying you don't know everybody's motivation you don't know everybody's circumstance you don't know everybody's intentionality right which which if you're trying to compare yourself or you're trying to emulate somebody and you're trying to build a successful long-lasting you know business fortune future fortune 500 something that you know you could leave to your kids that there will be shareholders in right and then you find yourself like basically trying to compete with the person and their goals are to you know get this idea out there fast enough before anybody really investigates and finds there's an issue with this product or, right. you know, thing or whatever. So make a million dollars and then be out because I know it's not long-term viable. Right. And then basically you made decisions that are counterintuitive to what your goals are. And, and that's why, you know, it, when we talk to Tom Galisano, Mark Randolph, you know, uh, and just so many people, they have that mindset like people always talking about you know you made a billion you know when's enough you want yeah now you made two billion ain't shouldn't that be enough like that idea of enough does not exist it, it doesn't exist i think it's because at what is it four hundred thousand dollars or something they said it's like at that point that was enough as far as if, you, if you're talking about money okay well whatever that that marker is at, right at, it's like that's enough if you're talking about money but when you're talking about you know, for me, right? So it's like when you're talking about innovating, when you're talking about like impact and, right. and legacy and you th- then it starts to be different. Like when is enough? Like there is no enough. It's, it's, it's just, I have to become whatever it is I'm supposed to become, whatever it is Facts. I'm becoming. And so if we're talking about money, enough would have been enough a long time ago. According right. to, you know, I forgot what the source was. We would have never started this company. That's true. Because... Man, just in and this is interesting, just just to show. I mean, if this was just about having a certain level of life, you know, you could do that with a regular job, two income household, you know, that sort of thing. And we were we met that threshold. You know what I mean? That was just I was a teacher. We met that threshold before thirty. Right. As neither of us is famous, (laughs) neither of us. In fact, if anything, for the short term, it's like okay. Would you be willing to give this up for the possibility, you know, 
of having more time to get, I think this is literally a conversation we had, right? Mm-hmm. Like, would you be willing to give up the certainty or relative certainty? I right. think people, despite how many people lose jobs and that sort of thing, I think, you know, it just, it feels safe, you know? Right. So would you be willing to give up the relatively certain, relative certainty of this, right? For more time at home, right? I'll, right. I'll be at home. I can be at home whenever I need to, you or, know? Or, we'll the, or like, I'm sorry, I mean, it could drop, but like yeah, even... Remember, we talk about all the time, like at least for me, like how the biggest joy I get is to be able to, I mean, can't do it now, but but to be able to pick Zoe up from school every day. Yeah, like I you feel like Zoe wishes you were picking her up from school. Oh, I wish I was too. But like you can't you can't put a price on that. No. Like if, if no. I'm if I'm still working at the bank, I don't get to do that. Yeah, like for some Fridays you have to be there till six or even, whatever they schedule you. Or That's even right. on a on a weekday, I stay there to four. That's School true. lets out at three thirty. That's true. And, then, and I mean, and and it's I'm weird because it worked. And, and, it wasn't and, like we didn't. We had a we, we had a situation that didn't work. Like right. I think it would be different if it's like so we got to be school aged, and then one of us had to be available. So we had to make a change. It's right. like you know, I was in school. I, I'm usually out by that time. I pick her up down the street, or mm-hmm. maybe she goes to the school that I teach at, or somewhere really close by. So we had a system that worked. It's just, it's it's not about working, is it though? It's, it's not. like that that could and should have been good enough. It's 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 just it's self actualization. Yes, to and me. there's there's something where it's just like it's inside of you, and you're just like. I want more, but it's not about being greedy. Right. Because there is a difference. Yes. There is a difference. There is there is like enough and being greedy. That Those are two totally different right. things. That ain't the same thing. And so I think most of the people who A, are long-term successful are people who just, I want more of life. Right. And, and it's just that the by once again, the byproduct is just more money a lot of times. Yes. Right. Like for Jeff Bezos, it's like the by, like, like his goal is to, to be the everything store and and to service you know a lot of you know the market or whatever the case may be with books and he wants to go to mars with blue origin and stuff like that the byproduct is honestly just the billion dollars but the billion dollars ain't the thing and i think a lot of times people who don't have the billion dollars don't understand that they think like the money is the goal because like why wouldn't it be the goal because that's like important and i think once you hit self-actualization i just think that there become things that are literally you know sorry for the cliche just more important than money it's just that my money just so happens to come with it fame so happens to come with it notoriety so happens to come with it but those three things aren't the thing it's something else which is why you know like Tom Galasano will tell you he has a yacht because that's a fact that's proven you can't whatever but he will never tell you that's why he does what he does he will never tell you that it will be he will tell you that he does what he does so he can go ship take that yacht and get supplies to Haiti like he did right that's what he would tell you. That's what he wants. Because it do. enables you to do greater things. It's not about having greater money. Like I said, it's like, you know, according to the study, like if you have $75,000, it's like optimum in terms of like if to money. Be, to be fair, I think it, like one study said seventy five. One study said $75,000. Another said like one hundred and seventeen. dollars So it's okay. like, it depends. 
Either way, there there's some threshold that has nothing to do with having millions upon millions. Where in right. terms of money, um, the, the, that's just a reality. The right? irony is that now you're people, just getting greedy. Right. <laughs> and so it's like a lot of people realize right now, it's like, of course, um, some money is required in the society to bring... To, to make sure you have enough food, Facts. to make sure that you have, you know, um, a living situation that's comfortable to you and that right. sort of thing. But it's like once you get past that, there's 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 a threshold for money and happiness, mm-hmm. right? After that threshold, money enables, right? So money enables you to do this. It, it enables you to help people. It enables you to give back. It enables you um, to raise whole communities. It enables you. Uh, to inspire other people right but it's like in terms of like anybody who just set out this anybody who's at a billion dollars and still doing this for the money you know mm-hmm. would just be driven crazy because that would mean you're still searching for something and according to to most research if you were going to find it you would have already had it right right and so it's like at a, at a certain point it's like look it's about what this, what the money enables you to do. But even in, re- in reality, it's not about the money. Then it's about what the what what your goals are, the things that you want to accomplish, the impact that you want to have on the world. Right. Right. And I think for both of us, it's really been um, this just this, op- this optimism, right? Mm-hmm. That everybody has this talent and this this gift that they're supposed to share with the world. Right. And. Yeah, you can give a gift without expecting anything back. But the truth is, people who give get stuff back. That's true. That's very true. That's just how the world works. You don't have to worry and be consumed about it. But chances are, if you are a giving person, then people are going to feed and sow into you as well. And so when you say the money is a byproduct, the money is a byproduct. Right. It's true. It's true. Give your gift to the world. Right. And, you know, and, and do it unapologetically. Like, why do I have to apologize for being successful? Not being rich. I'm not saying that. You know, there's, you know, whatever, right? But, like, you shouldn't apologize for being successful. Right? Because right. you have. It's like how people don't want to own being good. No, I don't know. Pot, kettle. I got you. Like, it's like, no, there's, you have to be willing to own it too. Right. Right, right. Because it's really, really difficult to expect other people to value it if if you constantly undervalue it, undersell right. it, and oh, you know exactly. Like you know, say what you want about you know, you know, uh, backpack Kanye, backpack Kanye. Say what you want about, but he was always on that whole thing. Like you know, what's the line he said in Chappelle show when he was doing the Chappelle show? Because my life is dope and I do dope shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's a great quote. Right. Like, you have to have... But did you see when I posted that? Like, And I posted it as like a joke because we were talking about Kanye. Mm -hmm. But how some people's reaction to it was so put off by it. They don't understand. Just the idea of somebody proclaiming that they're awesome. And I wasn't even talking about myself, right? I was literally quoting Kanye because we were talking about Kanye. But I just feel like... You know, if you're going to definitely if you're going to do this, you know, you really can't be concerned by the oh, my gosh, that's 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 the thing I hate most 
is how many people get derailed by the people who aren't even on the treadmill. Like you're you're focused on the person standing still, not even exercising in the middle they, of a gym. They're not even judging in, people. They're not even in the damn gym. Right. They're just like, <laughs> I, he think he fast trying to run us like, yeah. I am fast or I am strong it's, or I do have endurance. Like what, what, but, and, and be, that's crazy. We get derailed by the people who just don't even bother to step on and Like, um, I want to say Roosevelt. No, no, it's not Roosevelt. It is Roosevelt. It's Theodore Roosevelt. The, I already know you're talking about getting in the arena. arena. Get in the arena, right? The, I heard that quote the other day. You're, we're always worried about the people who didn't, didn't didn't even have the courage to step in the arena. Right. They and we're mother- constantly being judged and, and watched and, and subjected to their gaze. But you got to not care. You got to go in the arena. You got to fight your battle. Right. They the assholes in, you know, in the stands. Right. Right. You know. Time out. Oh, you bum. And it's like if I hit you with two fingers, you would be knocked out. But how, I'm supposed to be worried about you. We always talk about, you know, that this life is hard. But how easy is that shit, though? Like I know, to, right? To, to be, like, that's the that's the trade off, right? right? It's like I get this easy life, and I it's it's really easy to be over here criticizing other people. But it's like I'm not going to do any hard stuff. It's like I I. I as a matter of fact, it's a crazy thing. You won't get this often, but you should seek the criticism of people who are willing to do hard stuff. Right. Because whatever they tell you is going to be the answer to a question or it's going to move you forward. But it's like we're so afraid of the criticism of the people who like, don't even step into the arena, never get on a treadmill. Right. Even and, in the first place. Right. And they, th- those people who give you those, those, you know, who do hard stuff and give you those criticisms, they respect what you do. Right. They speak the language that you speak. And they and they've been there before. Right. And and that's why those people that come on the show who are like wildly successful. That's why they're willing to share. That because they get it. They know that's why I asked Mark Randolph about the very first day of Netflix when all shit went. Right. You know, went. And, and and the thing is I think they understand too. You're, you're you're you can't undo the success of Netflix. You can't. You can't undo what I've accomplished. So it doesn't. You're, it's not a threat to me for somebody else to go build their own thing. Right. You know. Right. Uh, it, 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 the, that is funny. The the great irony is that you're feeling insecure for people from people who have insecurities because that's what it is. True. That's what it is. Like they. They are afraid to see you succeed because it's like you told the kids after Barack Obama. <laughs> okay, was let, let me put that. I knew you were going to talk about. It. Let me put this in context because for somebody, okay. So at the time, I was teaching some ninth graders and um, in a really, really diverse school. So, but of course, um, all the kids, like you know, Barack Obama got elected. Um, a lot of traditionally disenfranchised, like you know, minority groups saw that and they just celebrated and I was I celebrated too I celebrated right along with them for sure but when they came to class the next day they were like yes Obama (laughs) you know like this is great I was like and they saw my face they were just like what is happening right now I was like shaking my head I'm like "Mm, you guys don't even realize what just happened they're like what are you talking about aren't you happy I was like not for you right (laughs) because what just happened is after years of like me being in school and hearing it's like, oh, you could be anything you want to, even the president of the United States. Right. And kind of on some level knowing that's not true, right? right. Like I can I'm a girl, I'm black, you know, I'm from South Memphis. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen, right? Right. And so all of a sudden there's a guy 
and he's black and he's from the south side of chicago right and it's funny you saying that today of all days seems that now kamala harris has been picked right, as the right. vp Right, right. On I'm the sorry. ticket. As we're recording this, right. Kamala Harris is on the ticket. You know, but it's like at the time. Announced today, by the way. Yeah. And it's, uh, so my thing for them was, dang, you, it just got harder for you guys to make excuses. Right. And then they thought about it and they were like, oh my gosh, that's true. Right. You don't have an excuse anymore because you there's evidence. Right. Like, you know, like same hood, same block. I decided to do this thing, you, you know, and we say you can do this thing too, right? But you know, it's like let's be honest, like you know, there's certain factors. I get that, I get that, and but the thing is, it's like if you're in, a, if you want it and you're in a position for it, you can achieve it. You just can. True. And and I'm not. Once again, we all have our story. We all have our barriers. Some are. Let's be honest, fucking worse than others. And it's like, I, I think you just discover over the course of it, um, these truths and these certainties. And so for you, and I think um, Will Smith, it's it's the idea again that like, I'm going to die on the treadmill or nobody's going to, nobody's going to outwork me. That's the truth. Big and facts. it's like, for me, it's Big been that thing. Facts. Yeah. It's like, for me, it's like, you know, posted this is like. For me, it's been the idea about we talked about mountains and, you know, that that whole that old saying is like what happens when an immovable object meets an unstoppable force. Mm -hmm. And then my answer is like, you know, one of them is going to be proven a liar. And what my life experience has taught me from the day I was born till today is that no force, no object is immovable. Right. It's not the same thing as saying that I am unstoppable. Right. But I don't stop. And because I don't stop, no object is ever immovable. And so you really think about, like, literally the metaphor of that, like, this mountain. But mountains move all the time. You have plate tectonics. Oh, I don't get too science okay? I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a nerd, so here we go. <laughs> right. But you have plate tectonics, so literally the whole mountain moves, right? They shift. And I, I see that as kind of like societal change. It's slow. But it does happen. It's going to move. It's going to shift. So some of those barriers that were in place, you know, when we were kids and when our our parents, you know, were children. Right. It takes a long time. And, and the 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 moral arc of the universe is, is long, but it bends towards justice, as Martin Luther King said. So it takes time, but it, it, it will happen. Right. Change is inevitable. But then there's also the idea that that mountain can be chipped away at. By something as, as, as seemingly innocuous as water, slowly, piece by piece, you know, pebble by pebble. And then at times when God wills, land by landslides. Right. But it will move and it will change and it will shift and you can get it out of your way. And then if, if it won't get out of your way, you know what you could do when you're water, when you're flexible, when you're not, you're not willing to stop moving. You just go around it. Like Bruce, Bruce Lee, be like water. Yep. Because that person has to plant themselves or that thing has to plant itself. So it's not moving. Mm -hmm. But that means if you're flexible and you're moving, you can you can shake it. That's why I be telling people, you know, when it comes to this show and like podcasting and stuff like that. Right. It's like, you know, they tell me, oh, you got to be a celebrity. You got to be a white man celebrity and stuff like that. 
you know, to even make, you know, like, I'm not a celebrity, I'm not white, I'm not, you know, I'm talking to these amazing people, right? You know, I'm not on CNBC or Bloomberg, but I'm talking to the same people. And not everybody can say that. How did I do it? I was obsessed. It was the work ethic. I was intentional about the move, but I, I didn't, I couldn't have even fathomed that if I didn't get on the treadmill. If I didn't stay on the treadmill and I didn't keep that same pace, because like I, I, I think people is like you, you're trying to have it all in one city. You can have it all, just not at the same time. You can have it all, just not at the same time. And so it's like that's all most successful people are doing. Like Amazon wasn't a trillion dollar company, you know. In overnight overnight 10 years right you know apple's almost at two trillion you know it was just announced as of this recording yesterday that tim cook i believe the first or if not one of the first ceos who was not the founder of the company to be net worth at a billion dollars you know what i mean and so it's like there's nothing wrong with moving slow you just gotta move. That's what's important. Move in silence, or what? Like I say, move in silence, or move with a fucking band behind you. Just move. You know, it's okay to move slow. Stop trying to get this thing where I gotta have it all right now. And the like I said, people are all trying to have it all right now. They're trying. They gotta get this out now because they they know. They know. You always know. You know it's, it's going to leave you. That feeling's going to leave you. You know, I, this episode is coming in, um, and this message is coming at an interesting time, of course, and it, it would be remiss not to acknowledge that, of course, these are difficult times. And I think, um, you know, I just saw something today. The headline is, you know, thousands of businesses are disappearing. Nobody's tracking and that sort of thing. Right. You know, we, these are unprecedented times and they're, of course, going to be difficult. And there's the reality of needing, uh, you know, funding in order to pay people and to, to keep going, that sort of thing. But even if you go underground, don't, don't, you know, don't stop. Right. There still needs to be a plan and like, you know, strategize like as soon as this happens, you know, this is where I'm going to be. And in the meantime, this is what I'll be doing. Right. You know. But not it's not about stopping. And sometimes in times like this, it's about doing what you do have control over. This is a perfect time to restructure. It's a perfect time to train, learn a new skill. It is. But it's not a good time. It's never a good time to stop. Yeah, like creating ain't creating ain't canceled. No. It, it, it's always open for business. And there's too much that we could do right now with the resources that you you probably have, you know, sitting around for free. That you know, it just prepares you for the future. We're done. I think, I'm done. I think we're I think done. That's everything I got. Okay. <laughs> if you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, 
Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or even on your Facebook timeline or any other platform you like to get your podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. You can also listen to the show on the Startup Life Podcast new website. There you will find the all-new Startup Blog where I write on many topics that are interesting and helpful to you on your path to entrepreneurship. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life.